welcome back to Two Pastors and a Mic. My name is Corey. And I'm Shannon. We're in such a good mood. We are. And you just did something crazy with your hands to start. And I it did. was like spirit fingers. <laughs> spirit fingers. Hey, if you haven't left a review, please go do so. You can do it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I think there's even Google reviews you can do it because someone just emailed us a review. We appreciate you. But seriously, go give us some stars, write a review. We read those. We appreciate them. We are encouraged by them. Yeah, and so we're encouraged. Thankful for them. Yeah. And share this podcast with people you know or like. Yeah. Use it as a conversation starter, as we say every single week. Do it. So last week, we were in Amsterdam. Right. This week, we're in Paris. We're like world travelers now. We are, as you are listening Two to podcasts this. podcasts in a row, and we're in Amsterdam and then Paris. Well, Amsterdam, Belgium, then Paris. We weren't in Belgium at the recording of a podcast, but we're in Paris today, November 9th. You can think about us. We're traveling. We're world travelers, like you said. Yeah. At and this point, the conference is over, so we're just like enjoying life. However, we are recording this before we've even gone, so yeah. I'm just saying- We're the hoping. The conference was amazing, <laughs> life-changing. so awesome. I'll tell you what I'm encouraged about next week. Yeah, absolutely, when but we get back. Tomorrow night, the 10th, we go up to the Eiffel Tower, literally up it. We do. Can't wait At for night. that. So since we're in Paris, here's the question of the week. You know, we've been doing this draft- I think I might be like 4-0, just so you know. But I, I won last week. Nah, it's debatable. The people the sp- people have spoken anyways, which the people haven't yet spoken because I they haven't put the speak. poll out, but they will speak. We're being very prophetic here. Yeah. Okay, since we're in Paris, and since Paris is a huge destination vacation spot. Actually, did you know this? That France is the number one toured country in the, the world. world. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, I know you shared that with me a couple of days ago. I couldn't believe it. Crazy. It's crazy to think. More people visit France from other countries going to France than any other country. Yeah. It's United crazy. States is second. Blows my mind. It does. So since Paris is a vacation spot, since we're in Paris right now, here's the draft. Best vacation, vacation spots, spots in the world. In the world. And I Got go it. first. You do go first. Do I take Paris number one since I'm right here? I mean, if you want to. Since we're here, I'm going to take Paris number one. Paris number one. Wow. So I'm going to go. That was gross what you just did with your lips. I don't even know what that was. Yeah, I know. It was weird. Yeah, it was weird. What's number two and three? You called attention to it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in a good mood. I'm in a feisty mood. You are in a feisty mood. You called out my fingers, spirit fingers. So I'm going to go, man, I'm going to go somewhere historic and somewhere tropical. So you said Paris. I'm going to go with Rome. Okay. I was in Rome. So many tourists there. But it was absolutely unbelievable. So I'm going to go Rome with my pick, and then I'm going to take Maui. Ooh, a little, you little love island. To say you're welcome. <laughs> I think of the rock now when I think of Maui. Moana. Man, okay. I'm going to go number two, New Zealand, and then or and then number three for me is going to be the Maldives. The Maldives. So you're going like two like exotic. Yeah, like, but they're in completely different places. I know, I know. For sure. All right, so I'll stay with the beach theme. I'm actually going to go... You just chirp me for doing two exotic, and then you're going to have two exotic? Just one. I'm going to go with... Um, let's go with Tahiti. Tahiti? Tahiti. Okay. And I then, don't even know where that is. Dude, it's in the like French Polynesia Island. Oh, okay. Like, well, I was going to give you another one, but I'm not because like, I might take dude. it later on. Don't be like, dude. Dude, Tahiti's like world famous. Come on. Um, I'm going to go, man, this is tough. 
I know because we're li- we're leaving some like major things off. I know. You know what? I'm going to stick both the same. I am going to go to exotic places like that. I'm going to go Bora Bora. Bora Bora, and you just you have Maui, Tahiti, and Bora Bora, and Rome. Those are solid, right there. Yeah, those are solid. But I'm saying you have three exotic places. I know. And you I'm sorry. For I back love. To back. I know. I did chirp you, hoping you wouldn't take one of those later, but we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, I don't care. When that. I think about vacations, I want tropic, tropical. Is that what yeah. it's called? Yeah. That's what no, I want. The noted. beach, tropics, sun, warm weather. Noted. So I got two left. I'm going to go Swiss, the Swiss Alps. Hmm. Get some Swiss action. That is actually like a place I want to go. So that's why I put it on there. Do I go tropical again? I don't know. I don't want to feel judgment since I already have the Maldives and New Zealand. I was thinking, you know, Turks and Caicos or. That's a good one. Or, really good one. Or Iceland. Ooh, I'm going to take Iceland because I already have just, I have exotic and a plethora of opportunities. I like it. So I got to go. Your last one. My last one. Do I go with somewhere I've been that's amazing? What do you think? Somewhere I would like to go. No, I've already got, I think I already checked off the exotic tropical places. I'm deciding. Okay, this is the last pick, right? Seven Wonders of the World. Am I? Am, this is the last pick. Yeah. I'm deciding between. This is going to sound maybe crazy to you. I'm deciding between Tokyo and Israel, but Israel's more of like that spiritual pilgrimage trip. I don't think people think of that as a vacation, so I'm not going to take that. Mm. And I'm going to go with Tokyo. That's a good pick. Yeah. We told our man Kojin he's got to take us. Yeah. Maybe I put it on my list too. So when I actually have it on my list, so maybe he will invite me. I got to be honest. (laughs) I think you would have won if you would have taken Israel just because you would have pulled on those strings. I think I beat you. Yeah, we'll see. I've got some ball in place. You know, have you ever seen those? uh, Here's the thing. I could convince in a conversation, especially now I'm getting ready to go to Paris, why Rome is the far superior vacation spot to go to. I would rather Paris. Okay. For the record, I would rather go to Rome than to Paris. But Paris is that nostalgia. Like it's yeah, the, the romance, love. the lo- yeah. yeah, the love language. Yep. It's the the place. Dude, my wife more than any place. She's most jealous that I'm in Paris right now. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm going to ask one last question. We can move on. So as I was looking at different places around the world, there's this place in Thailand. And it's spelled in a way. I don't know if it's pronounced the way it's spelled. But... I'm just going to, I can't even say it on the podcast. Let me just show you. And this is like in a worldwide blog. And this made like number 11 in the world's best places to visit on almost, and it was top 15 in almost every blog I read. Pronounce that. (laughs) You want to pronounce pronounce it. Fuck it. Fuck it. (laughs) Fuck it, Talon. P-H-U-K-E-T. P-H-U-K-E-T. People are probably so offended by what we just said. No, we're saying P-H-U-K-E-T. I mean, unless they don't have the sound for ph so it yeah, could be it could just puck it puck it should we should we on the podcast do like the youtube well you look that up i'll go ahead and start the podcast and then we'll see well no hold on happens. i, I want to say something real quick about paris should we reveal the picture that we're taking now since by the time they hear this podcast we'll have already taken the picture no just because we we, we won't we're not going to the place taking the picture till the we'll, next we'll day still, we'll still see the eiffel, eiffel tower yeah, but we don't know if we'll have time. Okay, Let's not that'll be a surprise. That. You'll have to follow us on social media to see the picture that Shannon and I are going to be 
Yeah, it's taking. it's very funny. It is very funny. So let me just get in the podcast. You can look that up real quick. We have been talking about things we have permission to do. You have permission. It's one of those things that we get asked all the time. Can I do this? Is this okay? And every time we get asked that question, we immediately go to first Corinthians chapter six. Paul says, everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. So yes, you have permission, but then you need to think through, is this beneficial? Also, 1 Corinthians 10, Paul says, I have the right to do anything, but not everything is beneficial and not everything is constructive. So we're living in that tension. We're helping you think through what might be something you can or cannot do or should or should not do. And as we get into this, we're going to be having this conversation around having permission to say no and not feel bad. But before we get into that, I have it. You have the pronunciation. So I haven't heard it yet. So we're just okay, going to do we're this gonna live. We're just going to hear it live. On, is my volume up? Yes. So looking at how to pronounce today's name as well as how to say more interesting and often mispronounced like a French guy. names and country names too. So make sure to stay tuned and consider subscribing for more learning. If he makes me how subscribe. say it? Phuket. 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 Way off. So wrong. So you have permission to be upset by our pronunciation of Phuket. I ain't gonna lie. I almost just threw it in there, but that's why I had the conversation. I don't know how to pronounce this, so I'm not even gonna say it. Phuket. So we apologize. Phuket. (laughs) It it is pronounced in English the way that we said it, though. Yeah, for sure. But we're dumb Americans. So you have permission (laughs) to... Be say offended. no. And, okay, I, was, <laughs> no. I thought you were tra- transitioning into the podcast right now. No, you have what we want to talk to about. Say no and not feel bad. bad. And this is something actually that you and I still currently struggle with. Oh my gosh! So, so this is bad. just a conversation that we're going to have today because the reality is it is hard to say no and not feel bad. So yeah. we're challenging ourselves here. Yeah, and if you're like us, you've probably heard this conversation happen around boundaries that it's good to have boundaries. It's healthy to have boundaries. But what they also don't tell you when you read through blogs, when you listen to podcasts or read through books on boundaries and the importance of them is how hard it is to set a boundary because setting a boundary means saying no. Now that no in your boundary allows you to say yes in other places. And we've talked about that But it is just so hard, especially for those of us. And if you're like me, the people pleasers to say no, it destroys us. And I know when I have to say no, I almost sometimes when I say no, get physically ill Mm -hmm. by saying no. So this is definitely not a healthy place. Why why do you get physically ill? Because I feel like one, I should come through for people. I should say yes. It's your people pleaser. It's the people pleaser. Number two, I know legitimately it's also the pastor in me. People need help. They need someone to come alongside them, to love them, to show them that, you know, different things. So you feel like you let people down. So I feel like, oh my gosh, all the time. So that's still people pleasing though. Yeah. I guess maybe that's the core of it. Just the core. Yeah. And you feel like you let people down, you disappoint people. Yeah. All the time. It makes sense because it is super hard to say no. And it just kind of sucks too because I don't really say no. All the yeses I tell a lot of people, I really don't give that yes my full attention and the full me Mm -hmm. because I'm being pulled in so many directions and it is a struggle. And so if for no one else, this podcast I know is for me. Yeah, because 
at the end of the day, here's here's the reality: is you can still be a kind and good person and still say no because sometimes no is the kindest thing you can do. I mean, how many yeah. times have we said yes to something and it been it's been more of like an enablement and people, even our own kids, don't mature as quickly as they should because you know they call it the helicopter parent comes in to save. And I know that I've been guilty of this within church world and church relationships where I'm trying to fix everybody's theology and I come in and, and forget that I've had time and space and process to to contemplate this stuff. And it's not fair to come in like a helico- helicopter pastor, you know, almost. And so, yeah, sometimes no, honestly, is not hurtful at all, but extremely helpful. Yeah. And it, but it feels hurtful. It feels hurtful. In the moment. But you are actually helping people yeah. develop and grow. And I know like, yeah, I struggle with saying no. I, I, we just talked about this in our TLP session with our staff. And I think it was like one of those aha moments because every yes that you give is a no to something. Yeah. So when you say yes to every other person except your family, you're you're saying no to your family. And most people that I talk to, family is priority number one. Right. You know? And so and even well-meaning people will say, oh yeah, family's number one. Well, is it based on where your time is spent? Because if you're slaving away doing above and beyond at your work yeah. and it's, you're not going to have a yeah. plethora of hobbies that yeah. they do in the evenings and weekends. Are your, is your family on the back is burner? Is it really the priority? For sure. And so like, yeah, every, every time you say yes to something, you are actually immediately saying no to something else. And that's that like rhythm that you have to figure out in life is maybe you do have to say yes, yes, and yes to burn out in that area to figure out, okay, these are not my priorities. This is not something giving me life. Yeah. And that's ultimately that question that you said a couple of weeks ago is kind of becoming the question for my life in every area. Like, okay, is this giving me life? Am I full when I do this or complete this? And if it's not, maybe it's time to reevaluate. And maybe it's not just an individual evaluation. Maybe you get your spouse involved in this conversation. Maybe you get a good friend or someone who who you respect and value and get their opinion on this subject because we say yes so often, if you especially if you struggle with people pleasing, that it is exhausting us from the things that matter most in life. And it it's it's preventing us from enjoying where our feet are. Yeah. Because then you're constantly stretched thin to, okay, I said yes to this, this, this. And like you said, you're not actually present in your yeses. And so it's even more of a harmful thing when you say yes to everything, because it's impossible for you to be present in all of those places, especially when some of these yeses are like time, what's that word? Time consuming. Time consuming. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. No, I know exactly what you mean. And so if we're talking about saying no, that you have permission to say no first off and then not feel bad, we have to think through what the process is as we decide, is this something I'm going to say yes to, or is this something I'm going to say no to? And how do we then distinguish that? So we came up with three areas or basically three questions for you to kind of walk through to discover if this is something that you should say no to or not, because we're not saying just go around saying no to everything. Right. But maybe there might be a season for you to do that. Mm-hmm. But also, this is mostly for the people that just have such a tough time. Yeah. And again, no. we're not saying that we're professionals in this. This is something that we're working through. These are three questions to really get you to take some time to dissect what you're giving your time to and what priorities are in your life. And so 
how are we doing this? You you doing all three and I just chime in or do you just want to go well, back and forth? Yeah, we can just go back and forth or I'll just ask, I'll just talk about the first question and then we can kind of just dive into it. Okay. But the checklist is this, as you're deciding, is this something you should say no or yes to? The first question you ask yourself is, does it disrupt my peace? Hmm. Because if it's disrupting the peace that you have towards something, then it might be something you need to say no to. And I don't have the exact address in scripture where this is at. I know it's in Isaiah, I believe chapter 55. You just called an address? That's the first time I've ever heard anybody reference a scripture verse as an address. Oh, really? Yeah, well, like what location it's at, right? A lo- I mean, address? it makes sense. I've just never heard it before. It's clever. Oh, okay. That's why I cut you off mid-thought. <laughs> yeah, the address of this, I do not know. But Isaiah, I think it's 55. He says, and they will go out with joy and be led forth with peace. And I could have that backward. They will go, they will be led by peace and go out with joy. Anyway, peace and joy is what's in front of you. Does it have peace? And are you excited and are joyful about the decision that you're making? And if the answer is no, maybe that is just some hesitation. Maybe that's like the indicator or the red flag, so to speak, that maybe it's okay for you to say no to this. Man. Your address was great. What is it? Isaiah fifty-five twelve. You will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. That was pretty close. What do you mean pretty close? It was spot on. <laughs> <laughs> you and you're pretty close. So um Did you did you did I disrupt your peace in your thought process? Yeah, just a little bit, but it's okay. <laughs> so a part of that, of course, being spirit filled people, it could be the spirit trying to help and navigate, right? The spirit guides us into all truth the truth about who we are, how we were created. I think also the spirit is comforter. And in those moments where we're met with uncomfortable, sometimes the spirit's there to whisper in our ear, I think. And we can call that the spirit. We can call that our conscious because we do have the mind of Christ. We were created in the image and likeness of God. And it could be our conscious. It could be the spirit. It could be what most people refer to as a gut feeling. It could be any of those things, but we have to ask, okay, if this is disrupting my peace, then is it the best decision for me or my family or my priorities to say yes? And if that's not the case, then maybe this is something you are okay to say no to. Yeah. Peace is a big thing. We talked uh, an entire episode, episode 12 on peace. Uh, We talk about peace in episode 23 called, you know, Jesus's yoke is easy and his burden is light. We talk about this even more in episode 66, never been better talking about our emotional health. And honestly, peace is that thing for me. Like you want to know if you can hear the voice of God. It always, in my opinion, looks like peace. Peace is everything to me. And that's how I like to make decisions. Listen to your gut. Listen to those, your emotions scientifically are actually in your gut. That's why when you experience like grief and pain, you can't eat. Different things will take away your appetite or give you appetite. That's why people use food as an emotional crutch sometimes when they're going through really hurtful and painful seasons. And the reality is, is your peace is there in your gut. And so do you have confidence in your conscious, in the decisions that you're making? Uh, Is this the best decision for you? check in with your emotional health and don't discredit that peace. Like if you, like you said, peace is that number one indicator. That why, that's why it was the first question when figuring out whether or not to partake in a option for you. When people ask you to be a part of their lives or to do something for them, 
is yeah, does it disrupt my peace? I think that's so good. What's number two? Number two is, does it rob from my priorities? And mm-hmm. we've already mentioned this a little bit. I know for me, when I say yes to too many things, I give those things maybe just a shorter percentage of myself than I normally would if it would have only been one or two things that I said yes to, not 20 things that I said yes to. And so really, really for me, I kind of say yes, and then it neglects maybe prior commitments that I've said yes to in a way that I'm not fully present because I'm either exhausted Mm -hmm. or I'm mentally checked out or I'd rather be somewhere else, or I know this is something that's taken away from either me or my family. And so I don't give it maybe what I should have if I would have said no to other things, or maybe I would have given the other things my my whole self if I would have said no to this thing. And so asking yourself, does it rob from my priorities? Yeah, and a, another great, great, way, great, another great way to put this is, do you have the time to do it well without neglecting a prior commitment? Because being a man of my word is very, very important to me, and I don't want to be saying yes to so many things that I'm forgetting or neglecting things that I have already committed to. And it's like, we live in a day and age when you get text for parties, people don't always commit right away. And it's almost like we're waiting for something better to, to come up. Yep. And if it's something better doesn't come up, then, then you'll commit. Right. And it's like, or let's just wait and weigh all yeah, of my, let's options. weigh all of our options. And man, I just, I want to get out of that. I want to be able to commit right away. Um, first priority type thing and, you know, just enjoy life in the flow. So yeah, it does it rob of my priorities. The last yeah. one is, are you, you going to take this? I was just going to say, because like evaluation in that is necessary because, and you already said this, every yes is a no to something else. Yeah. And every no could be a yes also to something else. And then the third question is this, that you ask yourself, does it align with my passions? Yeah. Yeah. Is this something that you actually want to be a part of? And gut check yourself, man. Like if this doesn't align with something you're passionate about, you have permission to say no and not feel bad. Again, this comes down to that conversation that we've been talking about. You have to adjust your priorities. Um, and, and that's in every season just because, okay, this is a great example because we're literally in Paris and we were in Amsterdam preaching at a conference for five days. And that's something that I personally love to do. Now, my family is priority number one, right? Yep. So I could have looked at this opportunity that we received six months ago and said, you know, my family's priority number one. I'm not going to go because of my family being number one. I mean, I missed my son's eighth birthday because his birthday's on November 7th. And it's like, that's something that I weighed. But I think it's okay to adjust your priorities for short-term opportunities. And that's what this trip is. It's a short-term opportunity. I'm not going to be able to go to Europe all the time. I'm going to actually use my gift and give people uh, things that God has deposited to me over the last 10 years. I get to build relationships. Who knows what some of these connections might do in, in my life in the next decade or so. Um, we have this incredible time to bond you, me and Reg again, I'm, I'm over there with two of my best friends and these opportunities don't come all the time. So yes, my family is still priority number one, but this was a short-term opportunity that was awesome. And I took it granted. I didn't take it without asking my wife first. And I made sure I was like, look, this is time away from our family. I'm going to miss our son, Henry's birthday. Can we, can we postpone his birthday to November 13th when I get back? Right. And so, but that's why we put it last and we put priorities as number two, first piece, then priorities, then passions, three P's there. Yeah. See what we did. I didn't even realize we did that. And so the priorities do take priority, 
Mm-hmm. But then also there's a thing with our passion. Does something align with our passion? Then I love what you just said. Can we then adjust our priority for short-term opportunities just mm-hmm. like this? And I think, I think that's so good. And then lastly, after we have went through all of that, hopefully that has helped you somewhat in just being okay with saying no and not feeling bad, but also realize that there will be some people that will never understand your perspective and why you said no. And you got to be okay with that too. Wow. That was another P word too. It was. Oh, it was. So we thought we had three, but we have four. Yeah. Cause people will misunderstand you and people will be offended by your no. But remember, um, Yeah. You don't have to feel bad for saying no. There are some people that you should explain yourself to, especially if it's a relationship worth uh, explaining. Like you, I will tell you why I'm not going to go to a party or come to your house for an evening if if we legitimately can't come. Usually we come. You're one of my best friends. So it's like, ah, that makes sense. But some people don't need your reason for why you have to say no. And understand that that might hurt the yeah. relationship. Yeah. Now, if you feel necessary to explain why, then do it. But there will always be someone who will misunderstand you. Always. But be okay with saying no. I'm, I'm preaching to myself right now because yeah, I no, have to be okay that's with okay. that. Because people do misunderstand this, me. I'm sitting in this and I'm contemplating and thinking through it as well. And that last piece, that's maybe my hardest point because I feel like I need to over-explain every time I can't do something or I can't show up and have to give some like over the top legitimate reason for me not to be there. If it's just, nah, I just really don't feel like it tonight or man, no, I just, that's going to take away from the weekend with my family and my mental health. I have a hard time just saying, no, I just can't, I can't be there. Uh, No, I can't show up. I, I just have such a hard time without explaining myself, but I'll get better. I think you'll get better as well. We're all Shannon, growing just stop together. Being a, just stop being a people pleaser already. Yeah. Just Isn't stop it. So it. Easy? Just stop being it's so easy to say that. <laughs> yeah. If this episode was helpful, share it with somebody. Share it with your spouse and talk through some of the things, maybe some of the no's that you need to start saying to other people and start prioritizing your peace, your priorities, and your passions. Yeah. And with that, just know you're loved and there's nothing you can do about it. 